When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. The next adventure we'll be doing will be a special event in Hawklaw. As you can see, a blizzard in the hills, a special wintry adventure. I'm going to save before I start it, just to be absolutely sure. An ever-increasing blanket of snow covers the village of Hawklaw and nearly all the southwest region of the kingdom. Driven by the waging midwinter storm that's deposited its frozen payload over the last several hours, a deadly, biting wind surges through the forests and valleys of the Hart Hills in mighty gusts. The blizzard that now ravages the region swept down out of the foothills of the Belgians, taking nearly everyone by surprise as it launched its fearsome and frigid campaign. Only the Stoneback Tavern remains open, because Pitmore is the best bar man ever. Through the pour, through the pour of billowing snow, you can make out the warm glow pouring out through the cracks of the tavern's shuttered windows. Enter the Stoneback Tavern. The moment you step into the tavern, you realise something is wrong. Pitmore. The owner of the tavern, scurrying about amidst the throng of nearly thirty that crowd the common room, delivering steaming mugs of palo to those who are tending to people, who apparently suffered some ill effects as a result of the ferocious wrath of the sudden storm. Those stricken with the deadly chill lie on the floor next to the hearth, while their friends and neighbours attempt to revive them with strong spirits and the reviving aroma of freshly blued payload. You count six men and three women lying next to the fire, and you're quite relieved to note that all of them look as if they're beginning to recover from the effects of their exposure. Suddenly, your eyes are drawn to the far corner of the room, where you spot Corinne, the head of the village militia, seated in a chair, slumped back into the wall. He looks up, Looks up, and upon catching sight of you, waves you over. You're welcome, sight Zoop, he says, attempting to rise from his chair with obvious distress. You play for your admonition to remain seated and take a seat next to him. Haven't seen a storm like this one in a good long while. We've got, we got to get Balk out there. Once I can feel my toes again, there's still twelve of our folk missing. Oh dear. Immediately ask Corwin about the missing people. He tells you that they're presumably trapped in the wilds that surround the village, and they've been caught off guard by the sudden and devastating fury of the blizzard that continues to assail the region. Some of the folks around here have bandied on about this being the doing of a sorcerer, he says, the frown on his face clearly showing his taste for such a suggestion. There's folks that will believe anything that passes their way. This is nothing more than the eye of the mountains, the cold hand of winter, and it's deadly enough on its own. 
After pausing to briefly monitor the situation under the fire, Curran looks up at you, says that he needs your help. I've got five men out in this. They're hardy enough, but it's only in short spurts can one hope to stay in the thick of it. Twelve of our own are still out there somewhere. I don't need to tell you that it won't be long before there's no use in keeping up the search. I'd rather not go looking for the bodies when the storm blows over. Without having to be directly asked, you tell Corinne that you will start at once on your search for the missing villagers. His face brightens and he nods. He tells you that he and a handful of men involved in the search have been looking along the roads and past leading the village and pressing into the ends of the woods when circumstances permit. I'm afraid we've got to take our search to the heart of the woods, he says, his face betraying his anxiety that his own words are seem related. They can't be far from the village, but in the grip of that storm, even a legal two seems an impossible task. There are seven men lost out there, he says. Inal, Catelyn, Lilam, Morick, Ayla, Jod and Vormir. And five women. Saloni, Lulius, Pendra, Efsa and Riga. Well, they've all got pretty grand names, except Jod. He's the one normal-named guy. <laughs> I know them all, of course, as well as I know anyone in this room. You place your hand on Corin's shoulder and assure him that you do all you can to locate the twelve missing citizens. Return them safely to the village. May the old father guide and keep you warm out there, Soup. Now, before you step out foot up there, you best fortify that with some of the payload Piffle's tossing around. Before you can even agree to his recommendation, Piffle is at your side, thrusting a steaming mug of the dark brew into your hands. Nice to have you here, Zoop, he says before moving on to help Tenzo's recovery. Whatever. Good luck, Zoop, says Corin, as he prepares to start. I'll stop in here when I'm near freezing to death, and I suggest that you do the same. The common room of this stoneback tavern is customary activity, primarily centred around the fireplace. There, a slowing, gro- slowly growing number of men and women from around the village are being tended to, after suffering from prolonged exposure to the fierce winter storm now ravaging the region. Before the shrouded user moves through the crowd, carrying mugs of steaming payload to those seeking to be revived by the hot liquid and its familiar and reviving aroma. Mm. Oh yes, I think in other villages, without such a brilliant barman, they may have gathered in a church. But I guess that just doesn't have good heating. And it doesn't have booze. Because, I mean, those, those buildings usually have really thick walls. And they usually have a lot. They're usually big, too. Because they, they have to hold everyone. But, hmm, the council building, maybe? That's probably a bit small. I guess this might just be the best place. But it is the only place that's got Piplor, which is a definite advantage. Okay. An effort that an flickering blanket of snow covers the village of Hawklaw and nearly, and nearly, nearly all the southwest court region of the kingdom, driven by the raging midsling. It is the the blizzard that now ravages the weeds and set down up the hingsims. Oh, yep, and that's the same as before. Okay, now it's this is an explorable zone. And unlike the signs, it's a, a limited time explorable zone. So, 
when the quest is over, it won't be there anymore because the storm will have passed. A ravaging winter storm has descended upon the Heart Hills, bearing havoc and death upon its frigid breath. A dozen of Hawkwall's citizens are missing, presumably trapped in the snow-filled wilderness that surrounds the village. Take care, Zoopers, who explore the vast and frozen woodland in search of those caught in the storm's merciless craft. Explore now. You trek through the frozen, storm-rattled wilderness is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden arrival of an unwelcome denson of this wintry underland. Stomping out of the forest ahead, its bulky torso buried beneath two layers of tattered bearskin, is a fearsome, hammer-wielding ogre. The hulking creature snarls defiantly on catching sight of you and charges through the deepening drifts. Its mighty weapon poised to strike you a fatal blow for the fur-clad ogre. And, yeah, I, I do a little special. The ogre wars as it's as it swings, with its heavy stone hammer at you, I attack again, I attack again, attack again and again, and down it goes, 4xp. You spend a few minutes catching your breath and checking over your equipment following victory, then without further delay, and your eyes scanning the trees ahead for any further sign of danger, you once again set off into the face of the raging winter storm. Keep exploring. You can breathe a long and arduous trek through the frozen wilderness without discovering anything of significance. This made a nearly delirious from the ravaging storm that assails you every step. You take shelter from the biting wind find a pair of ancient oaks as you contemplate your next course of action. Explore again. It's, that's the same, same thing again. Nothing turns up. Same again. Yeah, not, not having much luck. You trek through the frozen, storm-ravaged wildland is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden arrival of an unwelcome denson of this wintry wonderland. Stepping into view out of billowing snow is a frightful sight. A wag-clagged skeleton with a wood axe resting across its fleshless shoulder hisses wildly upon catching sight of you and breaks into a steady trot in your direction. As the long dead woodsman bears down on you, you assume a defensive stance and prepare to engage this undead menace. I fight a skeletal woodsman. It's half dead there. A long dead woodsman sweeps wildly as he chops at you with his axe. And the enemy laid a brutal stroke on me for six damage. And it falls down. Three XP. Yep, and there. Same, same conclusion as always. Nothing happens here. Suddenly, 16 XP to general. Your heart skips, leaps, when suddenly, deep in the storm-wabbled mist of the frigid wilderness, you come across the first of the 12 missing villagers. The lost villager, an older man named Emil, is weak and nearly frozen to death. He rushed through the, through, through the deepening snow and hoping to his feet. Hope that you will be able to get him to the warmth and safety of Hawklaw before the savage storm claims another victim. Oh I'm going to need to train restoration to 30 so that I can heal these people when I first find them. But I don't have that yet, so I'm just going to have to hope. 
hope they can get by. With them all leaning up against you, you set off on a race against time, praying you will reach Hawklaw before either you or your weakened charge succumb to the deadly wrath of the winter storm. Alright, here we are. You haven't yet made any progress on your trek back to Hawklaw through this winter through the steady winter storm that settles your every step. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray the emerald strength will hold up just a little while longer. But got to pick a number of 1 to 100, bonus 59, 9 from woodmanship, 20 from mind, 20 from body, 10 from spirit. Got to pick 50 or more, it's guaranteed. Success, despite the ravaging winter storm, and having to support Emil, who is too weak to walk far on his own, he managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous tractor Hawklaw. You made it nearly 25% of the way back to Hawklaw, through the depth deadly winter storm that assails you at every step. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray that animal strength will hold up just a little while longer. Same check again. 158 success. Despite the ravaging winter storm, having to support Emil, who is too weak to walk far on his own, managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. You're about halfway now. And same check again. Yep, and the same result. Okay, three quarters of the way now. You press on. You pray Emerald Strength will hold up just a little while longer. Same check last time. Success! Despite the ravaging winter storm and having to support Emerald, who is too weak to walk far on, it, far on, on his own, he managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek, perilous trek back to Hawklaw. 64 XP to General. With a storm worsening and with them on the verve collapse, you were relieved and elated when the first lights from the village of Hawklaw appeared to the south, their golden glows piercing the frigid snow-covered air. You make your way into the village and deliver emeralds to the slaving, saving warmth of the stone-backed tavern's common room. He is immediately placed next to the fire and tended to with blankets and steaming broth. I found one of the villagers now. The villagers... Gathered here, command you for your bravery and fortitude, and urge you to remain here to regather your strength. Despite your reluctance to leave the warmth of the tavern and head back out to the gasp of the deadly winter storm, you may clearly aware of the fact there were still eleven villagers missing, may very moment be slowly freezing to death in the nearby forest. Alright, this is a pl- you, you've got a resting point here. Okay, there's one person I've rescued here. Now, it's time to train up. Train up restoration to level 30. Shouldn't be too... I'm going to overshot it, shoot it a bit, because you have more chance of success. Alright, there. Restoration is now high enough. Uh, and now I can leave the tavern and explore these hills again. Nothing happens. An icy cave. I found an icy cave in the blizzard Rafford Hills. You're standing before the mouth of a cave nestled between two large boulders, the base of a snowy, rock covered slope. 
buried deep in the forest east of Hawklaw. With the storm still raging and the snow continuing to pile up, there were no signs of any tracks or distinctive marches on the markings on the ground nearby. If they were, they've long since been covered beneath a pristine blanket of white. Enter the cave. Of course, you make your way into the cave. Yep. The bones of small animals and the frozen half devoured remains of several unrecognisable creatures littered the floor of this icy cave. He is certain that whatever has made his home in his fridge is there is not likely to be a very gracious host. Mount the cave lies to the west. Okay, it's a pretty. I'm going to. I'm going to an alcove in the southeast. The cave passage you've been following comes comes to an to a, to an end to the east. You're back when you're about to turn and make your way back out to the west. When you spot something large resting in a dark corner, you step forward and take a bat by the gruesome sight that meets your gaze. Summed up against the wall, with a frozen expression of horror still affixed to his frozen face, is a frozen, leather-cad body of a bearded, middle-aged man. The man's sword lies at his side, and yet with growing horror, that his left arm and part of his right leg are missing. You estimate he's been dead for several days, possibly longer, and he's not one of the missing villagers from Hawklaw. Yeah, but... Uh. A quick search of his frigid remains with a small leather pouch containing some gold and a few adventure tokens. His sword, which lies within inches of his open hands, seems to be a weapon of remarkable craftsmanship. Got 22 gold, four adventure tokens, and a well-crafted longsword, which I will sell later. After pausing to say, say a prayer at the side of the fallen man, you turn and prepare to resume your exploration of the cave. Yeah, uh, not. A sudden noise from somewhere in the gloom halts you in your tracks. You stare into the darkness, attempting to see beyond the waves of communication cast by your trusty light. Your pulse races as you catch sight of a tall, robed figure moving swiftly along the passage. For a fleeting moment, the figure turns. Stops and turns to face you, revealing the sinister, leering face of a white-bearded man. Before you call out to him, he turns and disappears from the shadows and is lost from sight. You look forward to the spot where the old man stood, and he's taking his hope, but there's no longer any sign of him. Puzzled about what his sudden and unexpected appearance might pretend, you vow to remain vigilant as you once again resume your exploration of the cave. Okay, I'm now going to explore the northeast alcove. The wide hollow at the southern end of this cave passage obviously serves as the lair of some fierce creature. The skulls and bones of many creatures are heaped in various piles around the edges of the nook, including the wains of the victim on the skulls of three humans. A pile of animal skins, mostly bear, deer and bear, lie near the middle of this space. You assume that this is a makeshift bed for whatever brutal inhabitant calls this low, cold and lonely spot home. You thoroughly search the horror, but discover nothing of any particular interest. Mindful to remain on your guard, lest the creature that dwells in this cave should return, move back to the west and resume your exploration of the cave. And uh, not much. No, and that that is as much as you can do in this cave for now. Uh, and you're going to keep exploring your trek 
through the frozen storm man in Wilsonus is brought to the pot halt by the sudden arrival of an unwelcome denton of this wintry underland. Leaping out of the forest just ahead is a large band of half-starved cave goblins. The cruel but emancipated fur-clad forms clutching a way of crude weaponry their bony hands as they glare at you ravenously, with the fierce battle cries worries in the air. The eight goblins charge towards you and attack. Look, it's it, survival. I mean, I would feed you, but there's no option. I, I, I didn't bring any food with me. Except my mysterious and inexhaustible adventurer rations. But, but those... Those can only be eaten by adventurers. The ravenous band of cane goblins mercy assail you with their crude weapons. Battle wage. I'm doing battle wage, so I'm rolling multiple twenties in a row. Which is very nice and does lots of damage. 5 XP. Same combat victory text as always. Nothing hit though. Big nothing. Big nothing. Okay, I'm going to pause until something happens. Alright, found, here comes a villager. 16 XP to general. Your heart leaps when you when suddenly, deep in the storm-ravaged mist of the frigid wilderness, you come across the second of the twelve missing villagers. The lost villager, a middle-aged woman named Saloni, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow and hope her to her feet. You hope you are able to get her back to the warmth and safety of Hawklaw before the savage storm claims another victory. You can use Restoration, 30 plus. Call upon it. Success! You're at 16 XP to General. You call upon your power of Restoration and lay both your hands on Selene's shoulders. Immediately, a powerful warming sensation passes through the tips of your fingers and into her shuddering body. Your time and effective use of your magical discipline healing, healing has earned you extra time which to attempt to win Saloni to safety. With Saloni up against you, you set off on a race against time, praying you'll reach Hulk before either you or the weakened charge comes to deadly wrath of the winter storm. Okay. You haven't made any progress yet. It's a check. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray that Salone's strength will hold up just a little while longer. Okay, I've got it's the same check, but same check as the last time. Woodman chip plus nine, mind plus twenty, body plus twenty, spirit plus ten. Gotta get sixty-five or more to make progress. And I do make progress. And there's the next one. I make progress. Halfway there. Three quarters of the way there. And we're done. Uh, there we are. I see the Stoneback Tavern and I return. I return her to safety and warmth. I can't, I can't stay because there's ten villagers I'm still looking for. I'm going to save because there is a chance that you could fail. And they die. If you don't, if you keep failing those, get them back checks. I'm going to see about raising my woodmanship. I'm going to wait. Oh, wait. 
Okay, get a raise woodmanship to 40. That'll get me an extra... That'll get me an extra point in those checks. The tavern, explore. Explore now. Oh, oh, here's number three already. 16 XP is a general. The lost villager, an old woman named Lilas, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow to help her to her feet. Hope you are better to get her back to the warmth and safety of Hawklaw before the savage storm claims another victim. Use restoration. And it seeds for 16 XP and more time. Now here's the checks coming up. Alright, yep, as I expected, I get a 60 bonus because the woodmanship has risen. But I got to get 65 or more. So there's a very slim chance of failure. Now I rose my woodmanship all the way to 60. There would be no chance of failure, but that would use up pretty much all my German speed. Anyway, anyway, you're allowed a few failures, especially if you've used restoration. Success, quarter of the way there, half the way there. Alright, here we are, third and fourth and final check. Success, 64 XP to general. Here we are, back at the Stoneback Tavern. And save again. Always save, because you never know. Explore. Explore now. At the edge of the clearing, in the thick of the snowbound wilderness north of Hawklaw, you happen upon a curious scene. In a, in a twisted heap of brightly coloured wood and metal, Metal lies near the edge of the clearing. Standing in front of the pile is a tall, portly, white-bearded man in a red, robe-like suit that's trimmed with white fur. Hmm. That looks sort of familiar. He turns and looks at you as you approach, and, and a faint smile of recognition passes across his face. You suddenly recognise him to be Rengal, the mage you met a few winters ago, in the forests outside Trithic. And that's an adventure that I have already recorded. It's called A Cold Winter's Night. Maybe you could listen to that. Yes, yes, I recall now, he says, as you make mention of your previous encounter. And here you find me in another tight spot. What did you say your name was? What didn't you say? Wiggle falls his brow in turning his name, shake his hands. Nope, not heard that name before, he says smuggling. Oh well, just as glad to hear it now. Well mess again, Zoop. Wiggle tells you that much like last time he went, the winter weather has played havoc with his plans. He tells you that he lost his way in the blizzard and was forced to bring his sleigh down in the clearing. Unfortunately, none of my team suffered any any ill from the botched manoeuvre, he says, rolling his eyes as he uses his thumb to point it's a pile of wreckage that was formerly his sleigh. A sleigh? Yeah, this is very familiar. He asked Wengo about his sleigh, particularly interested to find out how in fact it flies. What he meant by a team. When the white red-suited mage 
starts immediately on another line of thought, conveniently ignoring your question. Don't trouble none over that, he says, frowning, as he glances over the wicked, wrecked sleigh. I'll have that fixed before too long. Luckily for me, I remember to take along my tools. What does trouble me, however, the boxes that tremble from my pack. Rangor points to the bulging sack, lying a few yards from the pile of wreckage. He steps over to the pack and, and removes a sparkling silver block box. Tied shut with a large matching ribbon. He holds the box up to you to see and immediately note the package twitches in his grip. He promptly stuffs it back into his pack. Had twenty of those developed the notion it would be, be a funny sort of business to undo the top of the sack and leap out of the sleigh while we're hurting over the forest. Of course those antics helped me to lose my way. It's hard enough to fly that thing without your deliveries bounding overboard of their own accord. Oh dear. Wengel tells you that the twenty missing packages could be anywhere in the snowy wilds, and he has, uh, has neither the time nor the patience to go out tracking them down. I've got to see, to see what I can do about getting this fixed up, he says, turning back towards the sleigh. If I were you, my friend, I'd find myself a warm spot out of these frozen woods. The storm's likely to get worse before it softens its breath. Then, with a somewhat sheepish look, he turns back to you. Of course, if you do happen to come across any of these boxes, I, I mean, quite plainly, you can't miss them, he says. I'd be grateful that you could turn them to me. After all, those to whom these gift boxes ought to be destined would be a bit sorry if they never arrived. Not what crime, not quite knowing what, not knowing quite what we're going to talk about in regards to mysterious deliveries of twitching gift boxes, you promise that if you find any, find any, you'll try to bring them back to him. Ringo politely turns down your offer to help him with the wreck sleigh and tells you, which well, seems to be on flapper crosses, they'll be able to make short work of the necessary repairs. Oh, certainly. Just a few simple things, really. Go anyway, soap. Pay no more of a find. Unless you find those wayland boxes, of course. With that, you bid farewell to Wengel, and once again set off on your, your exploration. The white-bearded, red-suited maid waves as you depart, before turning back to gaze upon the colourful sleep wreckage. Wait, wait a minute. I completely forgot to ask him to help out with, you know, all these these lost villagers that are freezing to death. I didn't ask if he's seen them. Did I just enter side quest mode and completely forgot the main quest of this small quest? Uh, uh, I guess he just has side quest aura around him where people just forget what they're doing. Yeah, you should, Wengel, if I'd remembered, I would tell you to help me out. I mean, you have magical powers. Okay, admittedly. I mean, I'm not sure what you could do, but you might be able to do something. And I mean, okay, maybe sometimes this sleigh is a closer, closer to there, closer than the Stowback Tavern, at least makes a west stop. I don't know, but it didn't occur to us to ask, to ask him to help. And so, we'll just have to hope we can get rescue all these 12 villages on our own and don't get too distracted 
by the time we spend searching for these packages. Which we will, because heroes cannot ignore a side quest, even when lives are on the line. But anyway, I mean, it's, I mean, most of the time is searching. So, I mean, searching happens as fast, no matter how many things you're searching for. It's not, not well, you know, minutes. Oh, I'm, I'm doing it anyway. I'm, I'm just use restoration. Restoration to fix any extra damage. Just hope that no one dies while I'm picking up these packages. Because otherwise, Wangle, you are partially, very partially responsible. Alright, I can return to Wangle's crash site at any time. For now. You're skirting around the lit area of Tangled Undergrowth when he's currently spots something lying on the snow-covered ground ahead. Taking nearly a dozen steps towards the object, you discovered it's a bright silver gift box. A large matching with silver adjourns the fans of prizes. Please note, the colour of the gift box you recover from Angle do not impact any of the rewards for this venture. Grab all the gift boxes you can. Retrieve the gift box. As you approach the gift box, the package begins to twitch and slide across the snowy ground in the opposite direction. Come to our and watch this growing curiosity as the, as the wrapped present again becomes skill. You come to the swift and unnerving realisation that gift is attempting to evade you. Alright, if I had elementism, gating, illusional, telekinesis at 30 or higher, I could use them, but I've just got to sneak up on this package. With frigid gusts of snow-filled winds assailing you from all directions, you creep forward, attempting to sneak up on the evasive, twitching gift box. Your bonus of 56. 10 from woodmanship, 6 from thievery, 20 from agility, 10 from luck, and 10 from body. Got to get 100 or more. Failure. Despite your best efforts, you're, you're within only a few feet of the package when it suddenly begins sliding away from you. From you from you through the snow at an incredible pace. Before you can employ a different tactic, the strange object is squeezing off into the frozen depths of the forest that surrounds you, disappeared from sight. Without delay, once again set off on your way. Okay, I'm just going to keep exploring. Nothing happening here. 68 speed. It's the fourth villager. Fourth lot villager. A long man named Catherine. He's weak and nearly frozen to death. He rushed through the deepening snow and hoping to his feet. Use restoration. Get 60 in XP and more time. Alright, gotta hope I get it down in time. Okay, you know, I've got to get success. you got to get 75 or more to succeed. It's getting harder as they're getting weaker. And the storm is getting worse. Oh dear. Success. Still success. Same check again. Success. Third time. Success. Final time. Failure. Despite her heroic effort in the midst of the worsening storm at 74. So close! Despite her heroic effort in the midst of worsening storm, you're unable to make any significant progress towards Orkland. Several times you're forced to cut back off the own trail. The growing proves to be too difficult for Catelyn. 
It must now determine the effect of lengthy exposure to the biting cold it's had. Right, picking a number, 1 to 100. Bonus 50. 10 from... 20 from body, 20 from spirit, 10 from workmanship. You've got to get 75 or more to succeed. Success. You manage to adequately protect yourself and resist the deadly chill of the storm. Alright, and now it's back back to the pressing on check. Bonus, bonus 60, success 75. Pick now. Success. Despite the ravaging winter storm and having to support Catelyn, it's too weak to, to walk far on his own. He managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. 64, I put him back at German Spears, I put him back in the tavern. Tavern, and now... Now I'm going to save again, because I just... I found something, found a few things. Now... I'm going to... Elementalism is the highest of those skills I have. So I'm going to train that. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, you can leave this scenario at any time. It turns out that the best... You want to trade up magic. It, it costs less experience. You can do it the grey circle compound. And since I'm out of that scenario, no time is passing there. Somehow. Somehow. I don't know how it works. I'm going to enter the compound. Magical training. Elementalism. Yeah, yeah, get that up. Get up a few levels. Oh, it's 30 now. That's used up all the Pacific, but I'm going to keep training. Because the higher the skill gets, I'm going to train all the way to level 40. It's going to burn through quite a hole in my general XP pile. But I'll just take that hit. Alright. Alright, there we are. Four, level 40 in elementalism now. Making that my most powerful skill. Yeah, because for some reason, with all checks, you have the same... The probability is based solely on the level of the skill. With no, with no regards to the level of the difficulty to check. I think that's rather odd. By the way, back to Hawklaw. Back to the blizzard in the hills. Explore the wetted hills. Nothing happens this time. Nothing happens this time. Nothing happens this time. Yeah. Ah. It's a skeletal woodsman again. I'm going to fight that. And down he or she goes. We said woodsman, so probably he. But I might have just been assuming that skeleton's gender. Oh, here he goes. The fifth missing villager. The lost villager, a middle-named man named Larum, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow. Restoration. 
Alright, 16 XP from that, and more time. So check, it's 75 again, you've got to get. Success. 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 Last check, and success. And he's back at the tavern. Alright, that's five of the villagers rescued, that's nearly half of them. But they're going, but they eat, but they're gonna keep getting harder because it's gonna keep getting colder and they're gonna keep getting weaker. Save just in case, explore the blitz round with hills. All right, here we are. Here is the gift box, it's a yellow package this time. It's trying to evade me. I use elementalism. And because I've leveled it up to 40, I've got a 74% chance of success. Which is far greater than my chance would be if I... Yeah, chance could be if I were to just try to sneak up on it. Elementalism. But it still failed. The attempt to capture the gift box has failed before you can deploy a different tactic. Strange object is slid off and it escapes. I'm not. Oh, 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 no worry. Here comes another one. Gift box, elementalism. Calling upon your power of elementalism, you summon a strong gust, gust of icy wind that sweeps in and lifts the gift box into the air. After swirling about for a bit, sometimes near the tops of the surrounding trees, the wax package rapidly descends and is deposited in the snowy ground by your feet. You totally take all the strange object. 60 experience general. You stare in fascination at the fancily wrapped and still twitching gift box clutched in your half frozen hand. Twitching gift box. This fancily wrapped gift box, complete with a matching ribbon and bow, continues to twitch despite the overwhelming temptation to take the package. You manage to think better of such a reckless course. To making certain there's no other such packages to be found in the immediate area. Once again, stow the box away amongst your possessions and promptly set off on your way. Explore. It's another gift box. This one is red. Elementalism. Oh, it got away. Keep going. It's the sixth villager. 16 XP. It's a young woman named Pendra. Use restoration on her because she's cold and cold and suffering. Now I have more time to get her back. Oh no! And eight. I've got to get eighty-five now to succeed. That means you got about a twenty, a quarter chance of failure. Which means, statistically speaking, you'll probably fail one of these four checks each time. But, of course, probability doesn't care about, statistically speaking, it just, you know, gambles fallacy and all that. Success. 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 Okay, one more to go. Success! Oh, I got lucky. 64 XP to general. With the storm worsening and players on the verge of collapse, you will need to relate it when the first lights from the village of Port Claw appear to south. 
their golden clothes piercing the frigid snow-filled air. You make your way into the village and deliver Pedro to the saving wharf of the stone-backed tavern's common room. She is immediately placed next to the fire and tended to it with blankets and steaming broth. Okay, I found half of them. I'm going to talk. Yep, there's still six to go, so go west and approach Cardin. Yep, with six villages left to find, you spend only a short while dealing with poking the progress you make on this search. Tells you you will also be heading up back out to face the storm. Wish each other good luck. Hmm, but he doesn't seem to have found any. Well, he isn't the main character, so he's sort of prevented from having any luck. I mean, it wouldn't be much of a game if you spent, you wander the wilderness, come back, and found someone else has rescued everyone. Yeah, you, you mean, you, just, that's just how games work. The hero has to do anything. While bravely making your way through the snowy wilderness, the blizzard that continues to mercilessly assail the region suddenly increases in intensity, with, with the howling frigid rims numbing your extremities, and with billowing snow making it impossible to see more than a few feet in any direction. You begin a desperate search for shelter from the deadly storm. Bonus of one, number 1 to 100. Bonus of 60. 10 from woodmanship. 20 from body. 10 from mind. 20 from spirit. Got to get 100 or more. Failure. Unable to find adequate shelter, you suffer the consequences of exploding exposure. It's the blizzard's deadly wrath. Minus 8 stamina points. Frozen to bone, but determined to continue it. Explanation. You finally press on through the snowbound wilderness. Keep exploring. Oh, it's the seventh villager. The lost villager, an elderly man named Morrock. I use restoration on him. Succeeded again. I'm, I'm getting quite lucky really with that. Alright, and here comes the check. Oh dear. You've got to get a hundred. You've got to. You still get a 60 bonus, but you've got to get a hundred or more. I mean, you're almost. Yeah, I mean, failure becomes quite likely now. Success. Success. Failure. Alright, yeah, I've got failure. I didn't make any progress. Oh, and I failed the damage check. You begin to suffer the effects of your prolonged exposure to the storm's deadly chills. Minus eight experience stamina points. Still alive, you strengthen your grip on Moloch and stagger on. Got to keep going. Success. 75%. This is the last one, hopefully. Success. And he makes it back to the tavern. Unfortunately, that, that, that one failure wasn't enough to do permanent damage. 
but yes, I'm going to make it absolutely clear to you, they can die. doesn't happen very often, and it might, you know, but it can happen, which is why I'm constantly saving. I'll explore these blizzard weathered hills. It's a gift box again. This one is green. Use elementalism. Succeeded. And yep, it goes across the trees again. There we are. That's two gift boxes now. 16 XP. It's the twelfth, the eighth of the twelve missing villagers. The lost villager, an elder man named Outlaw, is weak and nearly frozen to death. Use restoration on him. 16 XP to general. Yeah, okay, it's just, it's the 100 check again, that's as hard as it's going to get, I think. Oh no, here's a failure. You must now determine the effect of your length exposure to the biting cold has had. Alright, bonus 50, got to get 75 or more. And another failure, oh dear, oh dear, 12 standard points lost. Yep, yeah, still haven't made any progress. Another failure! Oh no, oh no, oh no. What effect does this have? Okay, no damage. Success. Success. Halfway there now. Success. Oh, oh, whoa. Nearly there, but we fell at the last hurdle. Just one short. Cut back. Right, the, yeah, the check to see how bad it is. Success. And now, last check. And, oh, oh, failure again. We think no progress made. Uh, what expected exposure have? Success. Last, last check again. Another failure. Oh, no. What effect did it have? None. All right, and success. And finally back to the tavern. As you can see, quite likely you can spend a lot of time getting lost in the snow. Locate eight of the villagers. Let's save again, as you see. Failure, quite likely. Also, heal. Explore the blizzard Rafford hills. It's a big nothing. Nothing. It's the ninth villager. Okay. The elderly villager, the only woman named Astra, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You've rushed through the deepening snow over to her feet. Use restoration. That succeeded. At least I'm getting luckier with those. Alright, success. Bonus 60. Success 100 for the check. Success. Second one, success. Third one, success. Fourth one, failure. Oh, the last one. How difficult is What effect did it have? Unfortunately, no, no damage from that. All right, and success. Back at the tavern. Nine villagers returned. All right, gonna west. And leave the tavern and keep exploring until I've found them all.
It's a fur-clad ogre. Gonna fight that. Down he goes. Or she. I say no, I'm wheeling. It's a gift box. It's a silver gift box. Retrieve the gift box. Use the elementalism. Success. That's three of the gift boxes. I've got to find 20 of them. It's another fur-clad ogre. Didn't you hear, from, hear the screaming of the last ogre? Oh, well, okay. Oh, it's, now it's a yellow gift box. Use elementalism again. Oh, and it failed. Oh, dear. Gift box. I didn't even check the colour that time. Use elementalism. Yeah, it blows the trees. I get it. That's four of them. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Oh, no. It, the wind has picked up again. The howling frigid winds numbing extremities and the billing snow making it impossible to see more than a few feet in any direction. You begin a desperate search for shelter from the deadly storm. Alright, so 60 bonus, woodmanship 10, body 20, mind 10, spirit 20, got to get 100 or more. Success, but only dust. You manage to find, oh, it's 101. You manage to find a sheltered nook in a dense section of forest. It is there that you decide to lay, lie low and wait out the blizzard's bout of renewed intensity. After only a short while, the howling wind subsides somewhat. But you reluctantly leave the protected nook to resume your exploration. Explore now. Nope, no, no luck now. Oh, the saws have picked up again. Same check as last time. Success again. It's a gift box. It's a yellow gift box this time. Elementalism. Got it. That's five of them. We gotta get twenty. Oh, it's a purple gift box. Thing is, as said before, it, the colours do not matter. Now, golden gift box. Now, the reason they had, he had to say that was because there was another quest before this, where you had to find little little stone coloured stones. And certain stones were far more rewarding than others. So if he didn't say that, people would have spent their time trying to find a specific colour. Or just theorising and assuming what colour you find affects things. But it doesn't. Somehow the... Apparently the packages just change colour sometimes. Well, they are magic. Maybe it's just something they do. You, you strek. Yep, winter we Denson. Stepping out of a thicket to your right, towering above the bracken, which he crashes a hulking, axe-wielding forest troll. The vicious, grey-skinned creature. His yellow eyes fixed cruelly on you. Unleashes a vicious snarl as it turns and plots through the snow in your direction. With little hope about running the fearsome beast in this snowy landscape, 
You plant your feet and prepare to fight, defend yourself against an axe-wielding forest troll. I fight. Forest troll bellows and swipes at you with its axe. Yeah, and I fight. I keep fighting. Always be fighting. You know, except when you're not fighting. But when you're fighting, be fighting. Right, keep exploring. It's the tenth lost villager. It's Jod, Mr. Normal name. He's weak and nearly frozen to death. Use restoration. That worked. Now, yep, it's, uh, the checks are exactly as high as they were before. Got to get a hundred or more. Success. Quarter of the way there. Failure. Oh dear. Failure. Let's see what damage it did. But no damage. Failure again. What damage did it do? Oh, 11 SP damage. But it's going to hurt Jod so much more. Because he is... He is... Uh, oh, 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 I forgot. <laughs> Well, any, anyhow, he is, wait, got, a, got the check there. Alright, he's a middle-aged man. And I'm probably a young man. Or at least, I, no, no one's really told me how old I am. Alright, here's the check again. Oh, failure again. And success. Alright, and look, halfway there. Three quarters of the way there, and back to the tavern. Ten of the villagers have been saved. Phew. Yep, gotta got get the gotta get the last two. Gotta save them all. Leave the tavern. Explore the Blizzard Ravage Hills. Explore now. The storm picks up again. Same check as always. Failure. Unable to find adequate shelter. You suffer the consequences of prolonged exposure to the blizzard's deadly wrath. I lost 11 stanima points. That's more than 10% of it. Frozen to the bone, but determined to continue exploration, you defiantly press on through the snowbound wilderness. Although I could heal it with just one magic now. Because the... Because braining restoration means that you heal more when you quick heal. And you and you're more likely to save people too. Alright, keep keep exploring, keep exploring. Nothing. Oh, it's the eleventh of the twelve missing villagers. The lost villager, a young man named Vormir, is weak and nearly frozen to death. Use of restoration has failed. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Despite a valid edict, you are unable to aid Vormir by the use of your power of restoration. Try again! Try again! But it's probably not going to let me try again. Yeah, and it, it does not let me try again. And he's there against me. Now, now that has failed, there's a chance he won't make it. Success. 
failure. Alright, how much damage did this do? Didn't do any. Success. Halfway there now. Success. And success. Whew. He he got there. I got him, got him there. I deliver Volmes to the saving warmth of the Stoneback Tavern's common womb. He's immediately placed next next to the fire intended to with blankets and steaming broth. More blankets for him. Better broth. More broth. Hotter broth. Because I restoration didn't work on him. So he needs more help. Also, he's been out longer. Alright, that's 11 of the villagers. There's still one left. Who at this very moment may be slowly freezing to death in the nearby forest. Go to west. And save. Now... Explore these hills. It's a gift box. And you gift boxes, if you, you you probably should hide better because I gotta find this twelfth guy. Or gal. Let's retrieve the gift box. It's a blue one. Elementalism. Yep, and there's seven found. Alright, it's a green one. Elementalism. There's eight. And that's the just nothing turns up. It's a starving goblin band. And they all go down. I'm sorry. But this is winter. And winter is mean. It's a silver gift box. Elementalism again. Got it, and that's nine of them now. No luck there. Just gotta. Yep, just waiting it out. Here we are. It's a yet another yellow gift box. Got that. There we are. That's ten of them. That's half of them found. And the wind picks up again. Six, same check. Bonus 60. Got it, 100 or more. I did, luckily. Explore now. A red gift box. Oh, how nice. Got that. And there's 11 of them found. It's another starving goblin band. Probably even hungrier than last time. Because more time has passed. Yeah. And you burn up a lot of calories staying out in the snow. And food is even harder to find, so winter is tough. Unless, of course, you have central heating. But this is medieval times, and central heating doesn't exist yet! Oh no! Or it did exist in ancient Aldivarian times, where they probably had some sort of magic or technology. You know, it's a purple gift box. Use elementalism again. Oh, it failed, oh dear. It's a fur clad ogre. Fighty, 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 fight, 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 fight. Down it goes, 4xp. Alright, yellow gift box. I failed again. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah, that's the thing. 
thing. And this one, of course, thing with checks like this, it's a green gift box now. Elementalism again. Got him. I got 12 gift boxes now. Here's a purple one. Elementalism again. Failed again. Explore again. Yeah, no, no, no particular luck. Oh, here's a bright green gift box. Elementalism. I've got 13 now. That's about three quarters. Oh, here's another one. Yellow one. Success. Got 14 gift boxes. We're getting very, we're getting closer to the edge end of this. Retrieve the gift box. It's a silver gift box. Elementalism. Failed that time. Got away. Retrieve the gift box. It's a green one. Elementalism. Got 15 found. Where's the 12 villager? It's a red gift box. Has it been. Is he hiding somewhere? Is she hiding somewhere? Something. Something took him away? Uh, did he get to Wingle's crash site? He once again find Wingle, the red-suited, white-bearded, and distinctly plump fellow, tends to his smashed sleigh with a full array of strange-looking tools. So he pulls that he pulls for a black bag that's only slightly larger than a common coin purse. The other jolly-wool band looks up with a smile as you approach, commenting on the worsening storm. Haven't seen a storm like this in a good long while, he says. I suppose you expected at this point in the season. Say now, what have you got there, Zoop? I've got to tell you about this lost villager. But no, 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 have these packages instead. They're far more important than this person who's died, who's freezing to death in the cold, apparently. Alright. Nicole's eyes widen and the old white-bearded man smiles at you. Hand him the 16 gift boxes you're carrying for 1,024 experience points. So it must be 16. Yep, 64 XP for each gift box you return to that guy. And of course, you found you got some along the way of getting them, so. Well done, friend, he says, his face beaming as he stows the wrap and twitching packaged away into a large stack nine next to his wet sled. I hope his discovery hasn't caused you any serious inconvenience, and I sincerely thank you. Alright. Wiggle turns looks back at the pieces of his sled lying in the snow, continues to deepen with each out passes. The old man stretches his head and sighs before turning and heartily slapping him on the back. Oh well, shouldn't be able should be able to have this back together before too long, he says. Wiggle toes in the series of repairs to say he must be off as there's pressing business elsewhere that awaits his attention. Please don't put yourself out looking foxes. If you are happy to plenty more than ever, I would certainly be most grateful. He bid the old man in the red suit farewell and tell him that you will remain on the lookout for more of the wrapped packages. Because apparently that's all I could find now. This twelve villagers just seems to be disappeared, and he's he's not he's not tired of at your place. It's a shiny purple gift box. 
get that one. Elementalism. Alright, that's... I found 17. Return 16. It's a blue gift box. Yeah, all these nice colours. Alright. No, no, now I think there must be some sort of event or something. It's a red gift box now. Yep, there, and there we are. 19 found. Exploration. It's a skeletal woodsman again. No look there. And there we are. Down he goes. Oh, it's another skeletal woodsman. Did I, did I anger the Skeletal Woodsman Union or something? I mean, two in a row. You complete a long and arduous trek through the frozen wilderness, and in several places you discover something odd. To each of the places in question appears as something large, and it's dragged off something significantly smaller than itself. Due to the falling and drifting snow, you are unable to follow the strange trail for more than a dozen yards before it comes lost. Your thoughts return to the bone-filled cave you discovered, despaired and nearly delirious from the ravaging storm that assails you at every step. You take shelter from the biting wind behind a pair of ancient oaks as you contemplate your next course of action. Okay, now before I do that, I'm going to have to rest up. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, resting up, that restores... Here's my SP and more importantly my Envy. My Neverwall Reserve, which you need to do magic explore. The icy cave. You're standing before the mouth of a cave nestles, nestled between two large boulders, the base of a snowy rock strewn slope deep in the forests of Harklaw. Curiously note there are signs of recent struggle in the front of the cave. Although the two sets of prints, prints, are, prints are muddled and half-held with snow that continues to fall, you clearly make out the distinct impressions of a slender boot in several spots. Enter the cave. Cautiously make your way into the cave. Yeah, it's the same cave we found right near the start. You can spot the tail sail signs of something heavy, I think, being dragged along the ground here. Alright, it's not where I found those ATs. I'm going to check the northeast alcove. Yeah, uh, no, no, nothing's there. You've only just reached the threshold of the hollow when a fearsome and resounding bellow erupts in the gloom-filled passage ahead. Shaken by the sudden and unexpected town sound, you step back several feet and instinctively assume, assume a defensive stance as the hulking, unwoken sight loops into view out of the shadows. A massive fur-clad ogre, his yellow skin marred by relics of past battles and the ravages of disease, stomps into a hollow and repeats its deafening roar. Your eyes are immediately drawn to the creature's hands, dangling from its left hand by the collar of her tattered, blood-spattered tunic, is the limp body of Wilhia. The, the, the only one of the twelve missing villagers yet to be accounted for. The ogre snorts loudly 
So he casts a scythe with his body and draws a heavy spike club from the sheath hanging across its broad back. With a third reverberating bellow shaking the walls of its frigid lair, the, the ogre thunders across the chamber towards you, his deadly weapon posed to strike you a killing blow. Cornered in the depths of the creature's desolate wooden, wooden lair, you now find yourself locked in a gruesome battle to the death with a fur-clagged ogre. The, the ogre bellows with rage as it swings its heavy spike club at you. And it keeps fighting. There's a brutal stroke. And keep keep fighting. Uncontrollable rage. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm rolling a series of 20s in a row. And down it goes. 6 XP. With a pitiful whimper, the ogre drops to its knees and then topples sideways. His head strikes the stone cold cold stone floor of the cave with a loud crack. Like that, but better. The fearsome denson of the wilderness. Those who those cruel exports have claimed the lives of nearly two dozen humans the past few years will never again harm another soul. Wasting no time, you turn and rush to Villiers side, hoping against hope that he will show you each so even a small sign of life. Heart flips open as you lean down over Vidya and the young woman's eyes flicker open. She draws a quick series of ragged breaths, attempts to speak before breaking into a fierce fit of coughing. But at last, her coughing subsides. She smiles quickly. I, do, I don't know that I have the strength to make it out of here, she says. Don't perish in the storm on my account. You mustn't delay. Get back to the village and save yourself. You firmly admonish her, making it clear you have no intention of abandoning her. She again spars and then laps into her unconscious slumber. Realising that you must get back to Hawkeye with all possible hasty readers to survive, you begin to prepare her for the journey through the blizzard. After several minutes of preparation, you're about to depart from the hollow, when you spot something lying on the cave floor just inside the chamber. You step forward and discover the object is a cloth sack, with little time to waste. But enough, but apparently just, just a little, a little time to waste, not a lot. So I can look in this sack, but I have to do it quickly, because heroes... Heroes always have time to loot. It's just how it just how it works. Because apparently, looting is a free action. No time, no turns advance. I don't know. It might, it might be, might be a rule. Little time to waste. You open the sack and empty its contents onto the ground. A fancy, a fancily wrapped silver gift box, tripping slightly, and the broken pieces of red and white stripe. Stripe stone pendant land at your feet. You quickly take possession of this object. It's another, it's another twitching gift box, and that's the last of them. And a shattered pendant. This red and white striped stone pendant have been shattered into five pieces. Without further delay, you hoist the reader onto your shoulders and begin what you can only assume will be a long and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. The journey back to Hawklaw. Through the incessant fury of the ravaging blizzard, 
proves long and more than one occasion nearly ends a disaster. With the storm worsening and fearing that we may soon succumb to the merciless wrath of the elements, relieved and elated when the first lights of the village of Hawklaw appear to the south, their golden glows piercing the frigid snow-filled air. You'll make your way into the village and deliver we here to the saving warmth of the stone-backed tavern's common room. She immediately placed next to the fire, attended to with blankets and steaming broth. And I hope a lot of them. So five managed to locate twelve of the lost villagers, who returned all of them to the safety and warmth of Stoneback Tavern. The last of the missing villagers now accounted for, who stumped into a chair near the fire and rest your aching limbs. Pippa wise at your side, places a steaming mug of pale in your hand. It's a good bit you've done, Zoop. Won't soon be forgotten. You're, you're nearly to the bottom of the paleo, which has markedly helped to revive you. Tunnel door flies open and Torin soaks in, propelled from behind by a snow-filled gust of wind. Closes the door and strides immediately over to the fire. Upon seeing Rhea, the last of the villagers, is now basking in the flickering glow beneath the hearth, he smiles. After lingering for several spokens in front of the fire, he turns and strides up to you. You rise and meet Corin in a shoulder cross. The head of Hawklaw's minister commends you was a truly heroic effort. I believe everyone's accounted for now, he says, taking a seat next to you and briskly rubbing his hands together. I've just checked the lamp south, farm south of the village and all is well. Nothing, we've nothing to do now but thank the old father and wait out the storm's fury. Okay, you did do something useful. You've confirmed you've confirmed those farms are okay? Doesn't ever mean if they weren't, I'd probably have to do something. Because I'm the hero and I'm just more capable. Piffle lies with a mug of pale of a coin, but the former folger politely refuses and asks for root wine. I've had just about as much pale as one could hope to stand, he says. So far, you've managed to locate 12 of the lost villagers. And return them all to the safety and warmth of Stoneback Tavern. I've got 6,144 experience to general. Oh no, this is a big thing. 3,072 experience to all skills and powers. That's about... That's about four times as much as I've got in all the previous gaming I've done. If this is that, that's that that reward on its own, pretty much will 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 get your character up set loads several levels in everything, several dozen levels in everything. Oh, I can rest now. I've got. Thanks to your efforts, all twelve villagers who found themselves stranded in this snowbound wilderness are now safe, warm, recovering from their trauma. You once again earn the profound admiration of everyone in Hawkeye. Now, I've got to go to Wengel's cash site. Yeah, once again, find Wengel, the red-suited, red-bearded, and distinctly plump fellow, tending to his smashed slang. 
with a full array of strange-looking tools as he pulls from a black bed only slightly larger than a common coal purse. Uh, uh, I, yep, that's the same as when I told you those 16. You have 12. Yep, well done, friend. He says, his face beaming as he stows the wrapped and twitchy package away into the large cloth sack lying next to his wreck stand. Hoping this discovery hasn't caused you any serious convenience, I sincerely thank you. Ooh, 2,000 experience. 2,048 experience to general. 512 experience to all skills and powers. Admittedly, that would be a huge deal if we hadn't just got six times as much. The last of his 20, 20 missing gift boxes now safely packed away inside his large sack. Wengel turns and extends his gloved hand. Suddenly realising he expects you to do the same, you reach out and take hold of his hand, and he completes a strange gesture, moving your cobbled hands up and down in a rapid succession. Okay, what sort of strange greeting is that? Shaking hands? Yeah, that's weird. No, he puts a shoulder cross. That's how, that's how you show good intention. I can't possibly thank you enough, Soup, he says, as he proceeds to tie up the end of the sack with a thick piece of rope. This should help ensure that it stays closed until its contents are called for. Suddenly the old man's eyes, gleaming like gemstones beneath his bushy white brows, widen as his gaze locks onto something tucked in amongst your belongings. There it is, he cries, as a joyous grin spreads across his face. I thought it was gone forever! Before we quite realise what he's referring to, Wengel steps forward and snatches up the shattered pendant he found in the sack the ogre was carrying. He studies it for a moment, then presses the shards of the stone pendant together with his gloved hands. When, when he again opens his hands, you're shocked to see that the pendant is once again whole. Wengel holds up his red and white striped cane pendant. Uh, and says it thoroughly for a few seconds. Then, with a resolute expression, take, expression taking shape on his kindly face, he hands the curious object to you, a cane-shaped pendant. That's two melee waiting, two stellar points, one body, one mind, three spirit, one luck. This red and, red and white striped cane cane-shaped stone pendant was given to you by Wingle, the white-bearded, red-suited maid. You met in a forest outside Hawklaw during a terrible blizzard. Wingle claims the pendant will give you good cheer the whole through the whole year. Uh, yeah, I'm going to equip that right now. Since that's a pendant, I have nothing in that slot. And in fact, I'm not going to have anything in that slot for a very long while. So now that's risen. Was with my MR and SP by 2, then now 88, then 93. It's a, this is a very good item. The attempt to politely refuse the pendant, recalling Wrangle's jovial, almost sedimental reaction upon seeing it, but he shakes his head and tells you it's nothing more than you to have it. Certainly to give, you, to give you good cheer the whole year through. If you be so kind, excuse an old man like Lee, I've got to be off. Two decors, wouldn't you know it? And those those wishes rest squarely upon my tired shoulders, 
Well, wait. Early wishes the best soup. You're about to ask Wendell how he intends to fit his sleigh when it stalks you at less stars. You spin in your direction of 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 the sound and amazed by an unexpected sight that greets your eyes. Riddle sleigh, which only moments ago had been little more than a twisted heap of wood and metal, is resting on top of the snow without even a single blemish marring its lightly painted and widely contoured surface. More astonishing, however, is what stands directly in front of the enchanted means of transport. Stamping and straining against the shiny black harnesses that are fixed to the front of the sleigh are eight large and somewhat strange-looking deer. The proud, antlers creatures, their eyes fixed straight ahead, snort impatiently as they wait for their master to take his familiar place at the shed helm. Yes, I figured a little bit of magic might come in handy, he says, winking. After all, what good is it to have it if you don't lie yourself to use it? Well, I still need some practice with those tools, but I'll be ample time for that soon enough. Wingle climbs aboard the sleigh and takes up the reins. Then he turns and looks at you expectantly. Do you want to ride back to the village? Yes, I do. I mean, riding a flying sleigh pulled by... Pulled by deer of some sort? Yeah, that's something everyone wants to do, surely. Wingle slides over to the far side of the bench upon which he sits at the sleigh's helm to make room for you. You climb aboard the sled and have barely taken your seat when he flicks the reins and the sleigh lurches forward. The eight deer harness to the front of the sled trot rapidly across the top of the snow, the hooves never sneaking beneath the surface, definitely called you, Wengel, and the weighty sleigh off into the forest. After what seems like only a few minutes, you're surprised to see the lights of Hawklaw looming into view from the curtain of snow, still being held down upon you by the raging winter storm. There. There we are now. And you get yourself by the fireside before this gets any worse, says Wengel, sternly. Stony as you climb down on the stay. Till we meet again some day. Fairly well, Zoop. Suddenly, as if something has slipped your mind, the old man's eyes brighten. When he winks into his pocket and retrieves a leather pouch, he tosses the pouch to you. I haven't consulted my list about your mind, but I'm quite sure you've been just good enough. With that, he flicks the reins and his team of eight trot off at a steady clip bearing the sleigh and its lone, red-suited occupant off into the icy grip of the storm. You, know, you, you, you quickly open the pouch that Wengel tossed to you, and are pleasantly surprised to discover it contains a small quantity of adventure tokens. Eight of them. Eight adventure tokens gained. For several moments, the sleigh is not from sight. Having, having found and returned the last of the wayward villagers, and delivered to Wengel all of the missing passages, you all zoop, as the lone hero to emerge from the mist of the blizzard's fury, is at last over. Well done! Here is your final and well-deserved reward. 4,096 experience to general, and 256 experience to all skills and powers. Once again, that only, look doesn't, only looks less impressive compared to the rewards you've just had. 
Okay, and now I can. Oh, I am done with that little quest. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.